Hey there, and welcome to the Good Kind Podcast. At Good Kind, we are all about helping people cultivate the good kind of habits and holiday practices that allow them to engage with God and one another throughout the year. To learn more about us and the products we make, go to www.goodkind.shop and follow us on social media. We hope you enjoy today's episode of the Good Kind Podcast. All right. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Good Kind Podcast. My name's Clayton Green, and I'm here with my friend Chris Papalardo. Good to see you, Clayton. But Chris, guess what? Brian's in a plane right now, oh, so I don't, him. the Wi-Fi is not working. Mm-hmm. Lindsay is being a mom, as we've talked about. Hi, Lindsay. So, and so we have the great privilege of inviting to a full seat again in the podcast studio, Woo-hoo. Amy Kavanaugh. Yay. So delighted to be here in a chair with you guys. Right, you still got to do the freebies at the end, though, right? Well... I think I think we have something up okay, our sleeve. Good. Yes. All right. So we're we are here today. We're doing our habits and holidays podcast for December, and December. You know, November we said is about connectedness, mm-hmm. which I feel like I've had a pretty connected month, doing some stuff for the neighbors. Uh, you know, it's had had a couple of trips in there. Uh, Chris, have you been connected to people in November? I, yeah, like you, I've been doing a lot of traveling and and uh, connecting with my family and other folks. Throughout November, I went up to Philadelphia over yep. Veterans Day weekend. Got to see my brother and his wife. So, there's it, we mentioned this before. November is like second October. Yes, um, it is. So in North Carolina, the weather is still nice enough to be outside. It gets dark a little too early, which is a drag. But there's enough going on outside that it's just it's still wonderful outside, which means we're seeing people all the time. Well, the weather changes so much. Last year we moved in October and experienced this in October and November. All That's of right. the, the the beautiful neighborhood relationships. There's another family on the street this year moved in in October, so we're experiencing the same thing. There, it is insane. They, these kids get home. I think it's the weather in North Carolina. They get home, they're like homework's done outside, and there's like a gang of ten kids running up and down the street. It's it's super beautiful, and it's leading to a lot of that connectedness. I think the weather has a lot to do with it. Kind of even with Thanksgiving at, at the end of the month. It, is that is that what it's like in your Neighborhood, Amy, or are you just responding to customer service emails all day, every day? <laughs> thank you for sending your emails, and thank you for your patience. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, totally. No, I measure a successful day by if I'm able to get outside or not. Yeah. Um, for a lot of reasons right now, you know, there's a lot of emails, but it has been real nice. And so I got to walk outside. I got to see people. And if I can do that, then I'm usually having a pretty good day. Yeah, that's awesome. Can I ask, this is, this is very November adjacent. Do you guys go out of your way? To walk on leaves that look particularly crunchy. Absolutely. That's the feel like November is when is peak crunchy leaf season. <laughs> yes. You you walk towards them, Clayton. Oh yeah, hundred percent. You like we, to feel and hear that. Yeah. <laughs> well, in my neighborhood, there's there's some streets where you it's unavoidable. I mean, yeah. they're everywhere. Amy. I mean, yes, but it has to be particularly well timed. You can't be stepping on every crunchy leaf. That's obnoxious, right? Mm. But every now and again if you're just walking along the pavement the really and then there's one, one right there, oh, it is nice. I do think a, one a is crunch. better than the whole group. Like yes. if there's like a whole bunch, uh-huh. that's a one experience, sure. but one by itself that's just been Especially sitting there if waiting you see the you. you see the like concave of it, you're like, mm. "Oh, it there's there's a lot. This is going to be a nice that's, big crunch." That's the connectedness that we were looking for. <laughs> sorry, in, in you November. you said November <laughs> Amy was like outside, and when when I picture outside right now, all I'm seeing are maple leaves. So yeah, well, so November was connectedness, and we we come with yes. these themes every month, guys. With December, is the the theme is Christmas, right? Yep. yep. I mean, that's, that's the, gotta be. from we've, day we've one. Made it. 
We're there. I mean, part of November is Christmas, and I mean it's just yeah. it's just the whole thing. Yeah, yeah. We finally arrived. Wherever you stand on the uh, when Christmas starts debate, by the time you get to December, it's okay. Yeah, it everybody's on time, board. Right? We're there. We've made it. Outside lights, music, it's all free game at this point, and it's just every day, all day, until the, the 25th, right? I mean, it's. I think that schools do this. Yep. I mean, decorations, cities. I mean, it's just like everybody is, is in the vibe. Every commercial, every store, right? You can't get away from it, right? No, and why would you want to? Honestly, it's great. <laughs> That's a good point. We yeah. need it too, because um, you know when you're eating dinner and it's dark outside, you need you need the lights, you need the boost. So just like Christmas comes just in time, in my opinion. Oh, absolutely. I I think that so if we're preparing for December, us personally, with people listening mm-hmm. to the podcast, mm-hmm. we're trying to help for that as well. I, this does feel like one of those months where I feel like in July we have to give ourselves permission to take a hall pass mm-hmm. because it's something that everybody does, but you you, you kind of want to acknowledge it to let yourself lean into it. I feel like there is no permission needed. Christmas, full force, everything, right? So um, welcome, December. We have been waiting for you. We're excited <laughs> that you are here. But So here's the question. How are you going to engage with God and your neighbor this year? And unashamedly, right, it just has to be Advent blocks, right? I mean, it's it's... It has become a huge part of our life, and it it kind of encapsulates all of that excitement of December that is all about Christmas and gives it a little bit of intentionality with our family and heads it directly towards Christmas Day being about Jesus. And so we get all of that anticipation built up together that is already existing. We put Advent blocks there with it. And then we have this beautiful, meaningful moment in our home. Chris, you also enjoy Advent blocks, right? I very much do. Um, <laughs> what are you What are you doing? Clayton, with your like Advent blocks this year, that makes it distinct. Yeah, so we are. How many years are we in now? I was just I saw just you counting. counting on my fingers, <laughs> like an elementary school kid. Like math. one, two, three. Yeah, eventually it'll get beyond my hands. This is our fifth year. Me and you specifically, us doing it. It's the fourth year where we've invited others and had the design blocks. So five years in, which yeah. is, is kind of wild. So with, but with our girls, they remember the five years, but they actually remember things in the stories that you've written. So I feel like we're year four in. Year three, it, was, yeah, okay. it really felt like uh, it, they they anticipated what was coming. They knew the stories. There was an excitement around it. Where I think last year was the year that I really leaned into He Is Here, the adult guide. Hmm. The year before that was the year that I leaned into the song because right. we started That's standing right. on the couches. We did that again last year. This year, I'm really excited about kind of a variation on He Is Here. Uh, we're doing the 25 daily reflections. And I went first, so I don't know if both of you were going to say the exact <laughs> no, no. same thing. Can't say it now. But so we did it in uh, Holy Week this past year. Lindsay mm-hmm. recorded these. They're essentially like Lectio Divina, scriptural reflections, Chris, that you wrote, but Lindsay voices in a, a beautiful way. We, we miss you, Lindsay. Um, <laughs> we're excited to hear your voice all December long. And we're going to, so every day we'll listen. It's about 10 minutes total, maybe, maybe a little bit less. And it is, it mirrors with the stories in the King is coming. So it's the same character that we'll be reading about with our family. But just the, I remember at Easter, the quietness of that, the focus mm-hmm. of that, and the way that some of those words in scripture lingered with me throughout the day, all Holy week. I really am looking forward to that happening in mm-hmm. December, every day of December as well. Chris, what, what are you doing to, uh, like with your Advent blocks this year, since that's how we engage with God and each other uh, yeah. so so much during this month. I've told so many people about um, 
that first year with the you know the product that we don't sell yeah where we were <laughs> where painting these, like, the blocks giant and stuff. blocks yeah so you're, you're gonna bring them I'm back. gonna go up to the attic and get them out and uh-huh. show because I don't think my kids remember them at yeah. least not Bye. very well Teddy was Teddy was like one and a half or two he was little um and I've sold other people too so I'm gonna I'll probably bring them around and be like look this this is how <laughs> this it is all started it was this inglorious thing you gotta be here. careful with that because Lottie could I mean if I brought them back out and showed them I'm pretty certain that. That Susan would be locked into. Well, I mean, I'm gonna paint them. And if she wants to, why not? There are, I mean, they're already white, so you yeah. know, one side is has got the image on it, so she could just turn it and do another. It's you know, these are these are extra blocks. So, I, like you, I'm I'm really pumped at the year over year. This is a tradition for us now. This mm-hmm. is what our kids expect in December. They know the refrain: "God is coming to Earth to stay." Yep. They know the stories really well. Um, I wrote this essentially for Lottie. She was six. I want to say she, no five when I started all this yep. and now Teddy is that age. So oh, like yeah. he wasn't really in my mind's eye when I was creating all this, but he's growing up into it and it's just beautiful. It kind of makes me a little weepy to like see him. I wasn't imagining using this stuff, like starting to understand the stories. It's and almost like you together. truly are a user of it at this point where, I mean, I mean you're, yeah. you're still like kind of creator author of it, but it's like you're using it while you're not creating it. You wrote right. these stories four years ago. Right. You know, we, we kind of tweak them and mess with them, but yeah, that's, that's super interesting. I, um, I'm excited to see, um, our, our girls were reading it last year, but I'm pretty sure they're going to fight over reading it even yep. more this year. Yep. And, and they're going to fight over the stories because they know which ones they are and things <laughs> like that. Amy, what, what about you? What year? You've been you've done it, but Ella's just kind of coming into her space, right? So yeah, this will be our third year doing Advent blocks, and this is also our child's third year of life. <laughs> um, so this coincidence, I'm so, right? Probably. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so excited about this year because the past two years have been so great and meaningful. My husband Ethan and I read the stories, and you know, the first year she was a little infant blob, so she's just kind of laying there asleep. Last year she was really good at throwing the blocks oh, at yeah. us. Yeah, that's where it starts. Um, so much fun for her, and a little scary for us. And this year we have the board book, which I'm so excited yes. about. It's going to be perfect for her where she's at and her attention span right now, and we get to keep building that tradition for her to grow into. Um, and so I am so excited. I can't wait. Yeah, well, I mean, we usually. Uh, at this point in the podcast, talk about engaging with God and our neighbor, and it's Lectio Divina or Sabbath or silence or being outside for, for Lindsay. We miss you, Lindsay. Um, <clears throat> but, I mean, th- this month truly is for all of us, and hopefully all of you listening. If you don't have your Advent blocks, hurry. There's probably two-day shipping you can take take advantage of. We'd love for you to join us because it does mean so much for our families, and the tradition has been been beautiful. So we invite you to join us. Hey, everybody. I hope you're having as much fun listening to this as uh, we've been having recording it. Um, we do this Habits and Holidays podcast as one of several uh, podcast episodes that we do. Everything we do on the podcast is trying to cultivate our attention to what God is doing. And we have found we are way more attentive to what God is doing in our lives and the lives of the people around us because of this practice. So we hope it's doing that in you. To make sure you don't miss any of that, go ahead and subscribe because in the new year, we've got way more episodes coming out that are going to help us bring our focus to God and each other. All right, you guys want to do some holidays and holidays? I really do. Yes. <laughs> You're excited? I'm so excited. <laughs> I'm so ready. So many hard opinions. Like I've been waiting my whole life up, for this. <laughs> stored wow. up for so long. Did, uh Let's do it. Did you guys know that uh, December is the month of giving? I mean, that's that's named pretty well. I feel I like. I feel like I guess. maybe or 
Is that some kind of play off of Thanksgiving? Because no, wasn't th- that something in November? No, Didn't we like, do that? November is the month of gratitude. Gratitude. Because uh, of Thanksgiving. Yes. Yeah. And then, but giving with gift giving okay. in, so, in December. Yeah, I mean, Thanksgiving, giving's in the name, but you don't actually, I mean, you give thanks, but. It's okay. not giving You're not giving this stuff. Is, this is the month of December. giving. We're primed and ready. Okay, I like it. Yeah. Primed, she says. This makes sense. All right, it also is Spiritual Literacy Month. That one feels less intuitive. Please I, tell me what it means. I, well, you tell me what it means. <laughs> I, I just read it off the paper. It, I don't. It's it's interesting to me. Spiritual spiritual literacy. literacy. It's okay. like being aware of spiritual things. Being able to read them, like being read literacy. read the spirit. Yeah. I don't know. I, yeah. Huh. Uh, I, I think maybe we just I'm go interested. with gift giving. <laughs> we just go with December yeah. is the month of gift giving. Yeah. And let the gifts be. I don't know. <laughs> it's it's written right there, so that's what we're going with. It's on the paper. It's official. All right, moving on to some actual holidays or holidays. Um, the first one is a crispy smart, though. So mm. Advent begins, on this calendar it says Advent begins on December 3rd. But if you begin Advent blocks on December 3rd, you are two days behind. behind yeah. Please explain why the calendar got this one wrong. It should be the first, right? Yeah, well, yes and no. So, um Advent is has been part of the like the Christian church calendar for um, yes we did not we long did not time, create it right we didn't make it most people know that it's been around for a while and the most traditional way that it's done in a lot of places is the four Sundays leading up to um, Christmas so sometimes that starts in December like this year sometimes it actually starts a little earlier in November but it's those those four consecutive Sundays just prior to um Christmas. I think December 3rd is probably the latest Advent can begin because Christmas yeah. is on a Monday this year. Yes. Uh, the purists will say you got to do the Sundays. That's that's where it's at. And that has been practiced for a long time. But there's a tradition actually of the 25-day thing happening for just about as long. And the reasoning is is almost exactly the same. It's This is just a helpful teaching tool, especially for kids, oh, to okay. help count down to the Christmas holiday. So the 25 days is not just the chocolates. There, it, the history goes back uh, not quite as far, but not, decently as far. Yeah, as not as far. But you're looking, I think, 19th century, there was a German pastor who uh, he was basically a youth pastor. They didn't really have that back then. But he recognized that like kids really do well with tangible stuff. And the countdown. So he made a wreath. So the Advent wreath is something that he— he came up with, um, but instead of he had candles all around it. But instead of four, which I grew up with, there were twenty-five. You oh, just wow. light another candle each day, so visually you could see. Oh, we're getting closer and closer to Christmas. So there's there's a long tradition of counting down the twenty-five, or counting down the four Sundays. Um, I think the commercialization where it's twenty-five chocolates or twenty-five pairs of socks or twenty-five teas or whatever. I Bottles mean, of I, wine they're out of control. <laughs> That's you know, it could be fun. It's, it kind of misses the spirit it does of miss Advent, the spirit. Uh, which makes you think, oh, let's ditch the 25. But the 25 itself, I that think, is could so be really Because like Advent, really is a, as a word, to me, feels distinctly Christian. It is, yeah. Except for in this space where there's an Advent calendar, right. yeah. which has, has been kind of used another way. It's the one use of the word. It's almost like that would be Christmas calendar, but that, yeah. That, well, so it's, that's just, super it's just like Christmas. Most people in, in the U.S. celebrate Christmas, even if they're not Christians. And, I mean, it's right, Christ is right there in the name. Yeah. So, yeah. Oh, it is. I knew yeah, that. I knew that. Did I, I, knew did that I teach you I the yeah. etymology of Christmas? All right, so that's the third. Uh, December 5th is International Volunteer Day, hmm. which I, I bring that up. Um, not necessarily to do the holiday or holiday thing, uh, though you can if you want to. I like the idea of volunteering 
around the holidays as, to pair with the gift giving, right? There's a giving mm-hmm. that is not just the gift giving, but the giving of yourself, giving of time, giving of service. Um, but I, I genuinely find a really hard time doing it. It because yeah. it, everything's so full. Mm-hmm. I like the idea, but I have a hard time. Do- Can y'all help me solve that? Like, what is it something that we should intend here? Should we place it somewhere else? Because uh, I like the idea of volunteering, but but I'm just not. I haven't been able to fit it in the last couple of years. Is what mm-hmm. I'm saying. What do you think, Amy? Uh, I do like it in the beginning of December because I feel like if you're looking for ways um, to start doing something, Christmas is a great time. There's a lot of organizations that are doing so there's stuff. Opportunity, yeah. There's opportunity everywhere. Um, there's opportunity in my gym. There's opportunity in the coffee shop I went to yesterday. Um, I think for that respect, I like it. Um, it's a little bit hard because, you know, maybe there's a greater need in February or, you know, another time during the month. Yeah. But yeah, I think, you know, there's easy ways to jump in in December, which I feel like is a really good Kickstarter um, to kind of. So your gym and your coffee shop have these opportunities that are put. What are, what are they and the offering? daycare? What are they um, offering? Like, is it mostly like donations? So the coffee so shop donation. is doing a um, care package for seniors. Um, the gym is doing um, toy, a toy drive, and then the daycare is doing coats for kids. Oh, okay, yeah. So it's still yeah. it's a lot of generosity there. Yeah. Um, any like, what about you, Chris? I mean, you volunteering somewhere? Like, guide me here. Yeah, I'm not planning on it at the moment, but this could be the sort of entry way into like actually spending mm-hmm. more of your time in one of these places. Because you know, invariably, if you give them whatever it is you're doing and they have their your contact information, they'll reach out again in January and February right. and say, "Hey, you get you want to come back tour the facility? Do you mm-hmm. want to come? So it's a spend time in this the soup kitchen. Time. I think it could be. I, I'm with you, Clayton. It's it's legitimately hard to say. All right, we're at December now. I have. I have margin enough to consider volunteer. Volunteering is like a, a big thing in most people's minds. Takes a ton of time. Feels like a lot of intentionality during the month that is the most crowded with other stuff. Yes, it is. So, I, I mean, starting with generosity, these toy drives, clothing drives, those are all fantastic. I think that's a good baby step. Yeah. Well, there's there's also this like I mean I feel like when we we've gone through the whole year now and have us in holidays so we we well we started monthly in March or something like that we did one in January but I feel like as I go throughout the entire year there's not really a spot that the year feels like it is inviting you to engage serve volunteer it, it's like there's not like a season that it is m- m- easiest in order to do that right right. I mean, right. unless like, I mean, this, there might be a school opportunity that is a school season. But it's so interesting that there's so many different things. There's like gift giving season. There's like Thanksgiving mm-hmm. season. There is vacation season. There is, you know, there there are so many, there's spring break season. There are things that invite you into different rhythms. But there's not really, the calendar doesn't necessarily invite us into volunteering. So I just think it's interesting that this is placed here on the December, December 5th. Like, I, I just don't know how to work that in. We'll have to continue to fuss with it a little bit. I think bit. Amy's right that, you know, it, it's it's always going to be hard. It's always going to be a, a huge uphill climb for, you know, the average American in their schedule. But you're you're never going to – it's it's the time of year where that is hardest to ignore is December because all the, yeah. like, the nonprofits and, like, really good <laughs> agencies doing good work who need volunteers yeah. – they come out and they have no no shame about saying, "Hey, we need you. 
come over here. Yep. So maybe you can't start then, but I think they, for good reason, say, hey, guys, don't forget us. We're doing good work well, if among we, and good if we, people. If we look at the, the name, so habits and holidays is something that we think about, right? Holidays, Christmas, Easter, habits, Sabbath, sticky prayers. Grat- these are the things that we talk in. I, I think in my mind, I'm, this is saying, hey, here's a holiday for volunteering, when I actually think volunteering and service might be more on the habit side of things. Yeah. It's more of like a recurring thing. Maybe you need a launch point into it, so maybe we can holiday the day because we need a launch point. I don't know if this is the right one, but like if we need yeah. a launch point into it to then make it a habit, I'm pro that, but I just don't know if this is pre- precisely the right time of the year in order to do it. Tell you what, why don't you, this is just, just me and you at this point, I yeah. want to challenge you to find a volunteering opportunity in December. All right. We don't have, we don't, maybe don't have to start there, but this could mm-hmm. be, it could be a great time to pre-contemplate so that when we're doing the new year stuff, that's something we're looking at for 2024 to yeah. say, Hey, you know what? Uh, Refugee Hope Partners, they're doing fantastic work. I'm going to make that a monthly thing. Yeah, I'm going to spend good. an hour there. Well, if you want to volunteer, December 5th is a great day to start. That's uh, <laughs> yeah, we're, we're going officially holiday on that. Uh, December 6th is St. Nicholas Day. A couple years ago, somebody taught our girls to put their shoes out, and we would give them candy, so I guess we have to do that now. But the awesome. one I'm interested in here, Chris, I want you to be smart again. December 7th is Hanukkah begins, which is yes. like there's that's a different time every year as well. Um, can you please, even though you're not Jewish, could you please explain it to us so we understand a little <laughs> bit more about what's going on here? Yeah. So uh, the Hanukkah holiday shifts on our calendars, but on the Jewish calendar, it always comes on the 25th, but just not December 25th. It's the 25th of Kislev. So, oh, wow. If you had we got more months, language coming yeah, in here. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Got it. Got it. Yeah. Are you so, taking notes, Amy? Don't ask me to spell that, please. <laughs> it's a, no, yeah, I don't know how it is in, in Hebrew, but K-I-S-L-E-V. It's easy. It's simple. Mm. Um, the The Jewish calendar follows, follows a lunar cycle. Yes. So, you know, Passover is like this as well. And the other the other holidays are not, you know, they shift around within that season. Um, a lot of people know pieces of the Hanukkah story. They know that there's a candle um, a menorah, yep. a kind of a, a candle holder with these eight candles that are lit one over each successive day. So in that in that sense, it, it feels kind of familiar with the Advent wreath or, you know, lighting these candles as a countdown. It's just a different sort of history. So it goes back to, I think, the second century B.C. when the, the temple had been destroyed and the Jewish people had this this uprising against the, the folks who were occupying them finally gained control of their temple again, but it had been kind of ransacked. And so they started the rituals again, one of which is lighting a candle in the temple itself. They lit the candle, ah. did not have enough oil to keep it going, so they went out to, to prepare these olives to, to get the oil ready, but it, they knew it wasn't going to be ready for days. And yet the oil that they used on day one lasted for eight days oh, until they were able to prepare the-, the rest of the oil and keep the, the ritual like the religious ceremony going. Okay. So it's celebrating both their kind of reclaiming of the temple and their holy space, as well as the miracle that God did to make the oil last uh, for those eight days. Uh, all right. I'm pretty sure you've explained that to me before, maybe even on a podcast, <laughs> but it's, it's one of those things where it's like, I, I have to, I have to kind of keep this story going a couple more times. That is, uh, that's, that's neat. Thanks for, for sharing that. So that's on the seventh uh, on December 9th is Christmas card day. So I would like to know from each of you, do you do Christmas cards? And then holiday, holiday on sending Christmas cards. Amy, what do you, do you guys send Christmas cards? Yeah, can I do one more? We miss you, Lindsay. 
because uh, Lindsay takes Always. our family photos every year, and they're so beautiful, and I love them, and I love to send them out to everybody. And I'm a little bit panicking because I don't know if we're going to do Christmas cards this year. Uh-oh. So, what, so what's your... Lindsay's panic. taking our pictures on Saturday. Okay, great. We'll be there. <laughs> wow, Surprise. Oh, wow. So, yay, yay or nay, Amy? Are you for it or not? I am Assuming for Lindsay, it. Lindsay's in the mix. I am for it so if it's yay? not out of obligation. I enjoy sending cards. I enjoy writing a little note on them sometimes. Okay, that's extra. Um, you know, I like that. I like. I think that that's <laughs> fun. Points. That's fun for me. I oh, like that, the yeah. stamp on the back and everything with our name. Oh, like the wax I seal? I collect them. No, no stamp, no. stamp, stamp. A not stamp. A, yeah, sorry. I'm not that extra. You said you were writing notes. I, I'm seeing you over here with a candle and some wax. Well, you know? let, listen. Maybe next year. I think it's great. I don't think it's great if you feel like obligated. Oh, these people send me a card every year, therefore we have to keep it going. So you have yeah. your if list. If you feel that way, it's bad. And you don't you don't return in kind when you get a card from somebody, you don't panic and say, "Oh, we got to send one to the Smiths now." You're just like, "Well, they no. love us and we don't love them." That's oh, fine. No. <laughs> no, I'm saying it's like a whole the whole thing put together. In general, yeah. we get a card, I get excited. Yay, they sent us a card. Sure. We get to send them one back. Not everyone is that way. Okay, you described obligation, but you described it in a very excited, happy way. Well, <laughs> well let her be. So let her have her, let her have her feelings trying, in different sorry, ways. Holly Gay. Holly Gay. Thank you. Am I being too Holly aggressive? Holly Gay on Do the Christmas card. No, you're trying to understand a friend. I appreciate it. I, I have a similar posture to you now, but I, the unique twist that I would say for us is we don't send Christmas cards. That's, yeah. Mm. So holiday for us that's personally. That is different. That's a big twist for yeah. somebody who likes Christmas cards. <laughs> I love it. I don't do it. I love it though. But I like your card. Yeah, I really like seeing everybody else. And I actually even I I actually like the letter. Like sometimes mm. people will be like, "Hey, here's the things that happened this Especially year." Especially now that it's more and more rare. Not as many people do it anymore. So I I like them more now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I, I I like it. I, it doesn't need to be longer than a page. Like let's Ugh. let's have some Ooh. good writing. Yes. Um, but <laughs> rhyming if, or not rhyming? Uh, good I, rhyming is either good. Way. Yeah. But I, I I like having the update. I like seeing the picture. It. So I'm going to say Holly A on this. And I also just even want to say I think it's actually placed very well. That's about when you need December, to send them. You got to yeah. go. Like if we're December 9th and we haven't sent the Christmas cards, like we better get on it. Shutterfly and just like <laughs> hurry, hurry something up. Chris, what, what about you? I feel bad that I don't know if you sent me a Christmas card last year. I could go check and look. Did, yeah. did you? We did. Oh, it, yeah. I loved it. It was great. Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> What's this is a holiday for us? Uh, we enjoy this. It's fun to our tradition with this is we keep the cards from the year before, and so as we uh, get our Christmas stuff out, we have a little bag and we pull out the Christmas cards from the prior year and look through all of those. Oh, um, mm-hmm. and, and after that we toss them. But it's like one more callback to the year before, year, like okay. oh, this is so That's cool. A good, and it's a good rhythm, and it kind of reminds us of oh, most of the folks who are going to send grown. us things. And then yeah. when you get the new card, we're like, there's a baby. There wasn't the baby there last year. <laughs> or, you know, whatever. Yeah. So we think it's great. Clayton, this this feels like a greenhouse, I, I actually, a green I family thing. Like, it, right I don't now. understand. Yeah. <laughs> it does. I'm Are not you pressuring you. I don't, no, but I it, don't feel called out. It seems I like you would seems love like a, doing this, yeah. creating it, sending it, writing the, it. you know, the kooky note. I need I need to bring it up with my counselor, I guess. Like, <laughs> hey, so what's going on here? It seems like something we would do. I feel like this would be like we would just go hard for it, but we don't. And and we don't I, we don't have any desire either. I don't it's know. Okay. That's it's okay. That's okay. Right. Yeah. yeah. Oh, thanks guys. You're much more gracious <laughs> with me than you were with Amy. Chris. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry. It's fine. It's I, fine. <laughs> 
I don't need it. All right, so <laughs> that was uh, December 9th. But, hey, if you're listening to this on November 31st, maybe go ahead and you know get the ball rolling. No. We got some, it depends some on how long you want to be hanging up in everybody's house. Yeah, the whole you month. get your money's worth. Oh, that's true. All right, if you send one to Chris, and he'll keep it until next year. <laughs> I will. I will. Holla yay. Send a Christmas card to me, but you won't get one from me. Um, they're <laughs> littered across the month are aggressive food days. Mm. Okay. Oh, yeah. So rather than doing them. all of them, I'm going to make oh. you pick one of them. Okay. And, or you can add one in if you want to. All right. Uh, the first is national cookie cutter day, because if mm. you make cookies, mm-hmm. they should be in a shape in December. Ooh. Okay. Even if you're putting all these different things, I have an opinion about that. The 12th is gingerbread house day, mm-hmm. which is different than a cookie. And I'm not even sure you're supposed to eat it other than like just picking the gumballs off of it. Uh, the 13th is National Cocoa Day. Mm-hmm. Uh, the 26th is Candy Cane Day, which is actually after Christmas, so you can take them off the tree if you do that. Huh. Uh, and then there's like another uh, Bake Cookies Day is the 18th. So here are your choices. Cookies, Gingerbread House, Cocoa, or Candy Canes. Mm. You can add something else in if you want to, but which one of those do you think is the one that we should celebrate? Cookie Chris? Cutters. Oh, cookie Cutters? Cookie Cutters. Tell us how you would celebrate no Cookie question. Cutter Day. First of all, you find yourself a Williams Sonoma or okay. a Sir La Tab or any kind of specialty a cooking store, Christmas <laughs> and you Target is it pronounced them. Sir La Tab? I've always been like, yeah, Sir La Table. Yeah, for, you, for all of you it's shopping at Target this week, everybody who walks into a Walmart and finds uh, cookie cutters, take a picture and mention us on social media. Listen, you don't have to be fancy for everything, but, but this is one cutters. of those times where you put on your Christmas sweater, you. Find a buddy or a child. I don't know. Take somebody with you. You go in the fancy store. What child? You keep going. I, I, would, I would go with Lottie. <laughs> what are you, you talking would, about? Sweater, and then child. they yeah. have massive racks of all sorts of cookie cutters, like okay. crazy right. ones. Like right. You get a cookie cutter shaped like me. Pokemon, like the most random thing. Yeah. You shouldn't. And you it's, it's so fun. You pick out, everybody gets a cookie cutter or two. You take them home and you make the weirdest assortment of cookies. And it's so fun. Everybody's more into it because they picked out their own cookie cutter. And then it's a whole challenge because you got to actually make the cookie cutter look like the thing that it's supposed to be. That's challenge one. Challenge two is to take the standard cookie cutter shape and make it look very distinctly like something that is not it when you decorate yes. it. Like, oh, it's supposed hand. to be a stocking, but mm-hmm. turns out to be a dinosaur. And you're like, oh. awesome. I made my stocking a dinosaur. So wait, is are you going to go with cookie cutters as well and it's going to be Well, like- I can't just double up, but I might I might Google Sur La Table and see if I can find one of those <laughs> I'm gonna go. in my area. We do Christmas cookies. <laughs> Kristen loves it. It's like one of Christmas' favorite things, just plain sugar cookies. Mm-hmm. And then you do the decorations and everything. We have some cookie cutters, but going to the, like, picking one out for the yeah, year sounds it's so like fun. super exciting. So, Chris, what are you going to pick? You're going to go cocoa? Uh, I love cocoa. I'll probably have it a dozen times before this airs. But um, <laughs> I want to go for just that's not, it's not, still my, not, not my number one. I'm going to go with the gingerbread house. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. like, this is Christmas for us. We're doing something different this year. We're going to be lazy. We're smart, depending on how you slice it. We're going to get a pre-made gingerbread house yeah. and just to. decorate it. I, I didn't because, know that you could do it without it. <laughs> well, we've tried so many times, and, uh, man, it's just it's so much work. It falls apart. The decorate, By the time you get to decorating, it's everyone's crying. So, Well, yeah. I mean, I think I'm going to have to go with, with cookie cutters with Amy. That's I mean, right. Just because that's what Kristen would say. I think candy canes is a close second for me. I don't know why it's so late in the month. We don't put them on the tree, but we'll, we'll have we them around. And, and I, But I 
Are you a candy cane purist, like only the peppermint, or do you like all the different flavors as long as it's shaped like a candy cane? I uh, The peppermint ones are my least favorite because they yeah. are not as good as like Skittles or Starburst or whatever, Sour Patch Kids. Yeah. yeah. So, holla, holla yay, December 1st. We're going back because we're going to give it credit. Is National Cookie Cutter Day. Sweaters, a child, and William Sonoma. That's right. You now have your instructions. <laughs> All right. It's the perfect <laughs> recipe, if you will. <laughs> Moving on to the 18th, the December 18th. Recipe, is, I get it. This is, <laughs> this is, Cause, I don't. Because cookies? Oh, cookies. Yeah. Got See, it. it's funny because. <laughs> All right, the 18th, though, mm-hmm. moving on, uh, is uh, Answer the Telephone Like Buddy the Elf Day. Oh, yeah, Holly A. <laughs> Sorry, did you, you have a question? <laughs> ring, ring. Yeah, uh, hi, it's Buddy the Elf. What's your favorite color? <laughs> That's not even a voice. Are you supposed to do a voice or just say, can't do I'm Buddy the Elf? <clears throat> no, you, you, answering it like Buddy Elf is, is you say you're Buddy the Elf and you ask a stupid question. It's actually most effective if you, like, jump across the table while you answer the phone. This is Just more for that. You yeah. know, authentic sound of, you know, absolute chaos for half a second before he says, "Buddy the Elf, what's your favorite color?" Oh, which See, I may or she may not have impression. done. That was pretty for good. A while better. in college. I haven't. I haven't. Li- <laughs> which is why you've practiced this so much. Oh yeah. I I have to be Holiday on this. Um, oh, again, I'm re- representing Kristen today. We should have brought her, um, but she doesn't like Elf because she says she only has a certain amount of tolerance of Will Ferrell, and that movie is so much of Will Ferrell. Well, I'm sorry she doesn't like fun things. <laughs> oh, wow. I'll take it up with her. Yeah, please please do. I so I also think it's it's a little bit tough. It's not my favorite movie. I'm Holiday on this. Did you vote, Chris? Let's just yeah, I said Holiday before then, you asked. Okay, yeah. and what did you say? Holiday. Oh, gosh. That is December that is, is no for fun. fun, okay? Call me on the 18th and I'll answer like Buddy the Elf. I I will call you on the 18th and I bet you will forget. We will try. Put it in my <laughs> calendar now. <laughs> Because re- reminding like yourself is easier than remembering. Yeah, yeah, no, I, um, it's all right. Happening. Two days later on the 20th is Go Caroling Day, which I remember talking about last year. I love Go yeah. Carol. Because I. Th- <laughs> no, not Go Carol. Carol. Not Go Carol. Carol. It's your birthday. We're going to party on the 20th because it's your birthday. Go Caroling. Oh, that's different. I think that we should. I think more people should be Caroling. Sure. Um, I, we have a, let me ask you this question though. Instead of asking you if you can comment on if you like caroling or not, but what is a tradition that you have that is like caroling? This is what I mean by like caroling. Not that you're singing, but that you're bringing joy to someone else, to many other people in a systematic way. Our girls over the last couple of years, they like making cookies. Sometimes they like just taking cookies out of a Trader Joe's box and putting them in a bag. And that counts for them, but not this year because we're going to have great cookie cutters. That's um, right. And then they walk them around to our neighbors' houses, knock on the door, here's some cookies. I want to. I want them to sing this year because I think Carolyn could be a part of that. Yeah. Um, so I'm holla yay on bring joy systematically to the people around you day. Um, okay. Do you do a that? More of a mouthful. Yeah. Do you do that? Does it involve Carolyn, Chris? We have done it with Carolyn in the past. We yeah. uh, make cinnamon rolls from Pioneer Woman. It's a fantastic recipe. Not an ad. Yeah. I mean, if you're out there, we'd <laughs> yeah. love your support. Um, she just, yeah, her food's fantastic. And uh, everything she makes is generally for about 45 people, <laughs> it yeah. seems. Yeah. So you give it to 45 people? It's possible you could. I, I, I'm, it's occurring to me now that you could cut the recipes in half or even yeah. more. But why would you? So, yeah, I make these cinnamon buns in there. It makes like. Eight trays of them. So we'll bring a few around to some of our, our family friends in the area. And we sing when we drop them off, which is just as awkward as you, you sing. 
Yeah. We yeah. knock at the door. We wish you a Merry Christmas or like? We open the door. Right. We don't know a ton of Christmas carols, the four of us, by heart. So we'll do the two or three that we know. So yeah. we do. Uh, That's great. Like Joy to the World, Jingle Bells, We Wish You a Merry Christmas. And then sometimes we ask if there's any they would like to hear. And usually oh, we say. You take requests? We don't know that depends one. Depends on how well we know them. Wow. Yeah. But that, that almost always ends with, oh, I, we don't know the words to that one. Sorry. But it's fun. It's fun and awkward and lovely. I I like it. I receive your challenge on volunteering. I also receive your challenge on caroling when we deliver the Christmas cutter cookies Mm -hmm. that we make. We're getting a whole plan over here together. You guys would would like it. You know, ring the doorbell. When they come to the door and they open it, they're like, you know, you've got that first couple seconds where everyone's like, oh, hey. You hand them the cookies and start singing. Oh, yeah. And it's it's fine. They're like, I think I know what's happening here. And everybody grins awkwardly. Hmm. And it lasts for 20 seconds. And it's, all, you know. I don't know. Well, what, what about Amy, you, Amy? you don't have to. On December 20th, do you practice um, give joy to the people who are Systematic close around? Joy <laughs> Systematic joy for others. joy giving day. Yeah. <laughs> do, you, do you celebrate? Yeah. I mean, I make some little chocolate covered peanuts, which are yeah. great for everybody unless you're allergic. To peanuts, yeah, in which case, don't eat them. Bad, yeah. um, bad for you, no joy. Concealed danger. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, they're very fun, and I like that I can, you know, make 4,200 of them um, and deliver them to people. But I don't do the caroling because I, as much fun as I would like for that to be, um, it's it's awkward. And I think the awkward cancels out the fun for me as a caroler and potentially a carolee being sung to i just i don't i don't know i don't think i can do it i don't have the temperament let's go to her house and carol i Please think don't. that's what i just heard <laughs> yeah, yeah it's Please gonna, don't. with like a three oh, chorus no. and you know we're gonna do a couple songs ethan and take ella requests. will join in they'll be delighted we're gonna walk in your house i will just go <laughs> rummage through you the around. pantry uh, i will oh, hide gosh i can't I wait for retreat. that wednesday in oh, uh, december no. um uh, all right well you should give joy systematically to the people that are around you on December 20th or another day around it. And singing is encouraged in celebration. Mm. Amy's half birthday is in December, so we should also sing to her then since we know she doesn't like being doesn't sung like to. Guys. Why? Because singing is fun. All right. We want to celebrate you. Enjoy. If that's what gives you joy well, that's systematically. The, that's the 20th, which is just kicking off the 100% joy, right? Yeah, because yeah. every day after that Full has bar. a name, right? Because the 25th mm-hmm. is Christmas Day. Back up from that, it's Christmas Eve. Back up from that, it's Christmas Eve Eve. Okay. Back up from that, Adam. it's Christmas Eve Eve. Christmas Adam. <laughs> See, the reason it's funny yeah. <laughs> is because Adam came before Eve. Right, right, yeah. right. Yeah, I like yeah. it. Anyway, but then right <laughs> after, there's Boxing Day. Which, uh-huh. Chris, you've explained to us before, is kind of this uh, separation between, like, the religious part and the commercial part, right? Or are they just packing up the boxes? What is it? Yeah, uh, boxes, like, <laughs> it's the best way I could think to explain it is if you kind of mixed um, Giving Tuesday after Thanksgiving mm-hmm. and Black Friday together, that would kind of be Boxing Day. Uh, so okay. traditionally, it's been about, like, look, we've just done a lot in this season to give each other presents, and so um, let's do something to you know box up some special thing for the poor in our community. So uh, it'd be okay. a donation sort of thing. But it also happens to be when there's a, a ton of sales. So the two mm-hmm. kind of merge together. So people are donating. Like it's also day to celebrate. And yeah, and it's and I mean the timing here makes a big difference. Probably tax wise, we're getting towards the end of the year. People are giving a lot more. Yes. To charities. 
And so on the 26th, you're going to say like, hey, year-end giving, now is a wonderful time for it. Yeah. So that's that's mm-hmm. Boxing Day. Yeah. It's a British thing. So like England and, you know, their territories, Australia, other places like that. It's kind of a thing there. Yeah. I, mean, I always say it but on the calendar. Always on our, it's always been on right. our calendar yeah. so ever since I was a kid. I was like, what is this pugilistic day? Well, thanks for reminding us that. I'm actually going to come back to a little bit of kind of the gift giving and uh, stuff like that. All right, in, you're allowed. At the end. So the 28th, though, is National Call a Friend Day, which I really like. Hmm. I really like December 28th as National hmm. Call a Friend Day because there, there are a decent number of people who get a little bit of time off or they take time off between Christmas and New Year's. It, it's probably the slowest time for businesses, maybe not commercial, but like people who are, are working in um, kind of desk jobs type of situation mm-hmm. is between Christmas and New Year's. And I think that marking it as a time that you can call a friend kind of takes you outside of, you know, take rest, kind of be able to kind of chill out with your family, um, do whatever you need to do in order to recuperate and get ready for the new year. But I think being able to reach out to someone else, it's like a way, it's a tangible way to remind us to yeah, yeah. Uh, reach out to someone relationally as well. So I say holly yay on uh, National Call a Friend Day. Chris, you agree? Yeah, I'm for it. Um, there's, there's a lot of, I, I feel like there's this, this sweet spot towards the end of the year, even if you're working, everyone's kind of like taking a breath before, mm. before the new year. And I don't know how many times I'm already doing this and we're not even, <laughs> we're not even to December. Um, the idea of like everything is kind of getting punted till after the holidays. Right. Uh, we, I mean, it's too much. I, I can't connect with this person or start this project or whatever. At the 28th, you're, you're clear. So this is a point of like giving that somebody a call and be like, hey, thinking of you, let's get lunch. And, you know. Amy, what about you? You're going to call and sing to people? Um, you uh, know, absolutely. in a way, um, a way that does not involve singing. <laughs> um, but <laughs> I'll inflect my voice more. Um, I have approximately one friend who calls just to like, you know, chat oh, and yeah. catch up. I have more than one friend, but n- most of them are just, <laughs> you know, calls. texting. And it makes such a difference. I yeah. know whenever Ashley like pops up on my phone, I get so excited because I know she's just calling to catch up and talk and it might be five minutes or it might be an hour. And you answer that. I do. Right. Yeah. Because yeah, I know it's Ashley trying to catch up and it's very intentional, thoughtful of her and I really appreciate it. So well, I'm gonna g- return the favor. I'm gonna do that December 28th and give her a call back. All right, then. Hey, everybody! It's the new year, but we're gonna do a specific episode just about that because I love it so much. Mm. <laughs> it's gonna be fantastic. Um, but that's that's December. It's Christmas, and I uh, hope everybody's gonna enjoy it. What are the free things we can get? Um, nothing's for free in December, right, Amy? Well, you might think that, but actually. You'd be wrong. We have a very exciting free resource. Um, We're calling them bite-sized prayers um, to kick off your winter season. So just go to our website, goodkind.shop. At the top of the page, you'll be prompted to click the little red banner, and it'll tell you all about it. You can enter your shipping address, and we will mail you completely for free these four bite-sized prayers um, that will help you just slow down, pray, engage with God and one another, um, as you're starting your new year, winter season, especially good for those dreary, cold days. Um, so we hope you will do that. We hope you will lean in and enjoy them and share them with your friends. Uh, please join us. It, it truly is for free. You just give us your address and we ship it out to you. We hope you will join us. So guys, what's the good kind of random holiday this month? Is it uh, caroling? Is it cookies, which I was kind of positive about? Christmas cards, volunteering? What do you think, Amy? What's, what's the good kind of random holiday? I'm sticking with the cookies. Yeah, cookie I cutters. love baking I and I love eating. Chris, we're gonna dominate you on this one. What do you think? Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna say volunteering. 
Oh, yeah, that's a good one. Wow, it's tough. I want to. I want to press into it. Yeah. I'm gonna. I'm gonna harass you about this so yeah. that come January we will have a plan for your your volunteering and maybe you and I will get so excited about it that then 20 people will do it because they'll just be affected by the aura. Yeah. Well, I'm gonna say caroling, right? Or give joy systematically day <laughs> um, because I think that it is important to get out there and enjoy Christmas, but give joy to other people uh, as we go out and celebrate. Just want to give you a heads up about something special we've got going on that I'm going to be listening to. I want you to join me in it. Um, For the 25 days from December 1st to 25th, we've got a special series we're releasing on the podcast. They're uh, short daily reflections that trek along with the Advent Block stories. They are beautiful. They slow you down enough to understand what the story is about, what God is doing through that story. And uh, if you're anything like me, you'll probably cry once or twice while you're listening to it. So don't miss this. It's fantastic. you got to go to goodkind.shop slash podcast to opt in. Once again, that's goodkind.shop slash podcast. All right, guys. So what is the good kind of gift opening process, right? We always finish with What's the good kind of something? Everybody has different ways of opening gifts, and mm-hmm. I'd love to learn from you on what you think the best way to do this is. Amy, you want to go? What do you, what's the good kind of gift opening process? Well, I'm going to give a lot of credit to my mother here. Shout out to Sherry, who very systematically brings joy by counting out her presents, um, however many there are, one through whatever number, making sure that each person in the family has the same number of presents. Okay. Um, Sometimes, you know, you have to get creative to make that happen. Um, And each person opens their presents in such a way that they're getting a similar item as everybody else at the same time. So you go through each round. Everybody has a number one. You always start with your number one present. You take turns going around. Everybody opens their number one. Are they... How are the, she numbers? It the takes number about on six there? hours, but like to do this. Oh, good, good grief! The numbers on the, yes, the gift each somewhere. Each tag has a person's name, Just Amy one, and a one. Whoa! And everyone opens their one, but you like this? Does she I do order? Like it. She orders it. Like, does it build or yes, is it, it random? Builds. Oh. It builds. So the last not, gift it's, is it's usually effort. the best one. Sure, yeah, that you're she building up to. <laughs> right. She's In been doing this for years. It's fantastic, and it's so thoughtful. It's a little much. I don't know that I could ever do it. But it's so great when you're the recipient of that and you're opening your presents and everyone like feels very, very intentional. Much, yes. Everyone yes, takes time to look at everyone else's gift, appreciate it for what it is before you move on to the next round. Okay. Well I wanna fuss with that for a minute. Like not not fuss in a bad way, but like I think there there's a way to kind of take a step towards that that's mm-hmm. not doing the full everything. Right. Where it's like I think everybody taking a turn is a really good idea. Where it's like it, you're not kind of like one person's opening three in a row. I mean, you got to yeah. kind of, depending yeah. on the age of your kids, you you can't you can only control this so much. Yeah. Um, I had an aunt who had three boys, and every year would get them different wrapping paper. Mm. So it was very clear. So so you're not having to look quite you as much. Just for who it is. You can just tell like, the wrapping here, 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 paper. Here's all the Mickey ones, and I think that she would do every year. Like I think she had a Disney character. That's fun. And like they're you know 27, and they'd have like you know Mickey wrapping paper and Goofy wrapping paper yeah. and, and stuff like that. I think that's a that's a pretty neat thing, unique kind of thing to do to set the stage. What about you, Chris? What's the good kind of gift opening process? Uh, in light of that, it's hard. I, I feel like anything else is going to be a letdown because nothing can beat that that uh, intentionality. I, I'm a stickler for stockings first. So oh. we get up. If you have stockings. 
Everyone has stockings who so celebrates Christmas. Sorry, right? my dad. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you guys had stockings. They just weren't filled with stuff, which is it's I get fine, I guess. I yeah, You don't know this? It's odd. Uh, That's so sad. It Yeah. The, I want to assume your home I, life was not sad. After I've mentioned this on three podcasts but, but this it's fall, very strange. my parents are going to have stockings this year and there's going to be <laughs> stuff in it because they miss yeah, no, I, your parents are great. It's not a slam on them. I'm just so stunned. I didn't, I didn't know that was a variable. I thought if you had a stocking, you put stuff in it. So, uh, yeah, start with stockings. You got to do the stockings first. I'm not, mm-hmm. We're sticklers about that. And so, um, we can even do that before breakfast. So you get up, everyone's excited. It kind of takes yep. the edge off the gift giving thing to be like, all right, we can do stockings. Everyone goes through the smaller things. Then we take a break for whatever big breakfast casserole I've made. Then you get back to the gifts. Oh, the good kind of Christmas breakfast would have been another good. Yeah, Because yeah. I, I think you talking about presents and how it relates to the food is is really helpful. I, we do something similar. Where it's like we open some. All right, now we're going to eat. Yep. And then there'll be, there'll be a couple others after that. Yeah, I'll send you all my recipes. I mean, Amy's got some good ones, too. Yeah, yeah they're all cookie cutters. be food involved. Yeah. Always, always. Um, so I'll actually back up a little bit earlier than the stockings for you. I actually am pro Christmas Eve sibling gifts if oh. you have siblings. Huh. Like, but I think our girls really, really look forward to, and I used to look forward to, I had a neighbor when I was mm. really young that was a very close family friend, and we would exchange presents, our family and their fam- family, on Christmas Eve. Aww. So I think that, like, having one thing, our girls are campaigning for two this yeah. year, but Smart we're, we're going we're gonna to keep it at one. <laughs> um, we're, one gift on Christmas Eve, I think, is really fun to kind of set the stage for that. So that is um, Christmas That's Eve... Sweet. Uh, stockings and systematically give joy through numbering all the presents are your options. I'm sure this there's a lot of other things out there as well. Maybe the most type A podcast we've ever recorded. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, Brian's in a we plane. Miss you, Brian. We miss you, Lindsay. <laughs> <laughs> so, we, we like fun on our spreadsheet. <laughs> well, thank you for joining us today. If uh, if you haven't subscribed yet, we're gonna we do habits and holidays episodes for every month of the year, and so we want you to join us every month. We also are, are doing something in the new year on um, on spiritual practice and different spiritual practices because we want to be about holidays, we want to be about the seasons, we also want to be about the habits that we are practicing. But we hope that today's episode was really helpful for you thinking through what December is going to look like this year. Are you going to go see some lights? Are you going to get some Christmas cookies? W- what are you going to do in order to make this a meaningful moment? And hopefully. You're going to include Avent Blocks in that. It would mean a lot to us for you to join us. So hopefully uh, you'll join us there. Thank you for joining us today on the Good Kind Podcast. Thanks so much for joining us today on the Good Kind Podcast. We hope you leave feeling more equipped to engage with God and one another in your habits and holiday practices. If you like what you've heard, please subscribe, like, and comment. We're excited to share more content with you soon. Don't forget, you can find us online at www.goodkind.shop. Thanks for listening and see you next time on the Good Kind Podcast.